This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. Um, First of all, I want to apologize again for um, last week's sound episode, or the sound quality on the episode for the video. So the audio for the podcast was fine, but I don't know what I did. I think I forgot to properly plug in my microphone, and so (laughs) I didn't Uh, I didn't have a good mic for the session. So if you were planning on watching it on video, I'm sorry it wasn't fantastic. Hopefully you were able to just um, listen to the podcast itself instead of the video. But okay, so moving right along. So today's episode um, is kind of sad. So um, this weekend, so today's Monday when I'm recording this, the 8th of May, Um, A couple of days ago on the 6th, we had a mass shooting here in um, North Texas, so about like 20 minutes from my house. We had a shooting at an outlet mall in Allen, Texas, and it was really awful. I mean, there's never a good situation like that. Those are always awful. Anytime someone is hurt or killed by someone who intends to do that hurting or the killing, it's always awful. Um, And then this situation, you know, for for those of us here, it was very close to home. Um, A lot of us know people who were there. It's a shopping mall that, you know, people I know, myself included, we go to. And I was there just a couple months ago. I think my parents are there a couple of weeks ago. So very sad. Um, and so kind of I wasn't really um, when I was sat down just a few minutes ago to think about what I wanted to do this week's episode on. I really hadn't decided yet what I was going to talk to you about. But um, I had a, a therapist, one of my therapists that uh, works with me had just sent out a text saying that she was um, headed into work early today because she was going to meet with one of her clients who was impacted who was um, present at the shooting um, and thankfully was okay. But it just made me think about how many people around the world and especially right here in North Texas um, experience fear on a very regular basis when they go places because of things that are going on in the environment or in the society around them. And, you know, you can approach this from all kinds of places, this conversation, you know, um, obviously politically and things like that, but that's not something I'm touching at all. So looking at this from a, from a mental health standpoint, from a therapeutic standpoint, uh, just purely about the feeling of fear and the feeling of, because you know, a lot of people right now that I've spoken to, friends, you know, and just things I've seen on online conversations that are happening, 
Um, are people saying, you know what, that's it. I'm not I'm just not going to go out anymore. This makes me want to stay home. I don't want to let my kids go places. And that's a legitimate response and reaction to something awful like this. And um, the the really unfortunate thing is, you know, for, for a lot of people, this isn't a temporary feeling. It's a feeling they feel on a regular basis. And, you know, depending on where you live and what the circumstances are around you, you might live in this state of fear every single day. And yeah, I was asked, uh, you know, what do we do? How do we help people who are experiencing this fear? And, and how do we help people who don't, you know, who don't know how to make the decision about where to go and when to go and, and what's safe and what's not? And, you know, honestly, there is no good answer. <clears throat> this is just a, it's a really, really unfortunate situation for anyone to be in. And it's not fair. It shouldn't happen. No one should live in this kind of um, fear, especially when we're talking about living in a country like the United States. You know, it's different if you're used to it from, if you live in a country that is more impacted by, um, kind of, you know, turmoil politically or, or any other cause. But, you know, when you live in a country that's not used to that, you live in a place like North Texas, that is not really, um, it's not a place you'd think of where these things could happen, and, and your lifestyle has not been impacted by this before. You might live a life where you've never dealt with something like this, and you've never had to worry about something like this, and now all of a sudden, you're having to really experience a fear and an uncertainty about safety for yourself, for your family members, and for your friends. And when you have this kind of new awareness, something that you've never experienced before, it's really hard to know how to handle it. It's hard to know how to make sense of it. Your brain doesn't have a spot for this. It's, it's not something you've had to deal with. It's not something you've had to think about. So for the first time in your life, potentially, you're having to wrap your mind around why this is happening. How did this happen? How did these people get hurt and killed? Like why, you know? And so when you are having to think about this for maybe the first time for yourself, it's really difficult and it comes with a lot of complicated emotions and a lot of, um, just the anxiety of the unknown. And that's essentially what anxiety is, right? It's not being able to predict something or not being able to control something. And <clears throat> this is a really, really big example of that where you just don't know. And yeah, we could say, you know, there are lots of people around the world who live in this all the time, but that doesn't mean that you have to feel bad because you're experiencing anxiety about it. It doesn't mean that you have to feel guilty because you're scared for the first time about something that maybe other people have experienced before. It's not a competition. It's not a comparison. If you are experiencing that fear, that is legitimate and you don't have to feel bad about it. But the question is, what do we do with that? You know, what do we do about the fact that we can't control things and we can't control safety and we can't predict if there's going to be an awful um, situation that's going to happen that's going to affect you or hurt you or someone that you love. And I don't have a fantastic answer for you because I think it's very subjective. I think everyone deals with these things very differently. I think um, we, you know, we hope for the best, but a lot of the times you just don't know. But then, you know, the way I try to think about it, and this is what I've been the conversations I've been having with people have been around kind of the idea that life is is just unknown 
everything in life is unknown. No matter how much you try to plan for something or prepare for something, there's a really high chance that something is going to happen that's going to change the direction of your plan or derail it completely. Yeah, a lot of the times our plans go exactly the way we want them to from start to finish. Everything is perfect and it's executed wonderfully. You you set out to do something, you do it, and it's fantastic. Couldn't have gone better. But most of the time in life, we can look at things, even things that work out well, we can maybe find a, you know, a detail there where, yeah, that wasn't exactly how I wanted that to play out, but it was fine. It worked out. But then there are many, many situations in life that don't go according to plan. And that's just life. You know, it's just the life that we, we live where there is uncertainty every day. The only difference in this situation when we're talking about real danger that is in your backyard, essentially, is that it, it unlocks an awareness of danger or unsafe situations that you've never really had to think about in, in relation to your life. And that's just, you know, that's just part of life when we get exposed to new things. You know, you're people who've never lost anyone in their life and then all of a sudden someone very close to them is diagnosed with a serious illness that's terminal. Well, now you've gone from never worrying about losing a family member to this impending loss and having to prepare to lose this family member. And that changes you. It changes the entire way that you look at your life, the entire way that you look at your future and your family. It creates a fear. It creates an an awareness you didn't have before because you've never experienced that kind of thing. And now you've experienced it. It's just a switch that gets flipped all of a sudden your mind, your heart, your every part of you is having to deal with something that it's never dealt with before. And and with that comes um, a a need for change and a need for um, preparation and being able to really um, just deal with something that you are not prepared to deal with, but you're going to have to prepare to and deal with it. You have no choice. This is where you are. And this is what these kinds of situations do to us is that we don't ever want to be, you know, we don't ever want something like this to happen anywhere to anyone, but these things happen. And now that they've happened close to home for those of us that live here, it's an awareness. It's a, it's a, it's a new part of life that we all have to deal with. It's a new part of life that we didn't ever think could come here but here it is. There's nothing we can do about it. It's, it's done. It's awful. And we have to figure out how to live with that. And, you know, I also look at it from, you know, the perspective of when I think of life is, is unpredictable, anything in life can happen. You can get in your car today to drive to work and a really awful, tragic accident could happen that takes your life, right? It's terrible, but it's possible. It, everything is a risk. Everything that we do involves risk. There are very few things that you can do that don't involve risk. Now, unfortunately, that leads to some people experiencing such a high level of fear and anxiety that they don't leave their home because they feel like, well, if I'm home, I'm safe. Nothing can happen to me. And yeah, that's true to an extent, but then you miss out on the part of life, you know, the the living part of life where you have social interactions and you experience things and you have new adventures like you can't do that if you hide in your house and so really it comes down to some pretty hard choices you know we make 
the best decisions that we can and we use the information that we have to make choices that would make us, you know, as safe as possible. But at the end of the day, we have to live life. We cannot live in a state of fear that prevents us from living life. And that's what I've kind of been telling people when they've asked me, like, what do we do? How do we deal with this? There is nothing you can do to fully insulate yourself from risk. Nothing. And the only options that really exist for you insulating yourself involved staying home and isolating from the world. And that's just not a good option. So to me, I don't feel like that should be even considered as a choice. So that means we, there's nothing we can do. We can make good choices. And there are absolutely times where you're going to look at a situation. You're going to say, you know what? I don't feel good about that. That's maybe too crowded or there isn't enough, you know, safety measures or, uh, security or police. And so I just don't feel comfortable going that. Okay. That's a really good choice. And you should make that choice and you should stay away from that situation that your gut is telling you not to go to. And you could not go and things will be perfect. Hopefully things will be perfectly fine and safe, but those are decisions that we all have to make. And the unfortunate repercussions of this, of a, of an incident like this is that there is a lot of stuff that's that really stops um happening you know people stop going to certain events or places because of fear and you know it sucks for those businesses or those events but that's just a kind of a consequence of fear and there's nothing we can do about that i'm never gonna tell someone no you just need to go forget it no i'm gonna say look certain things you probably need to push through because your fear is kind of preventing you from living your life but when you have a feeling of fear and it's something that you are working to overcome, but you feel very strongly that this situation isn't safe for you, then that's probably a good thing to, to trust. You know, for, uh, you know, people who know me know this, but I grew up in the Middle East, grew up in Israel, Palestine. And so, um, that was a, a, a reality for, uh, quite a while, you know, where we couldn't go certain places and we couldn't do certain things just because of the fear of the unknown. And it was hard for me. I would fight with my parents in high school because I wanted to go out to the mall or I wanted to go to a movie or wherever. And the answer was no, it's just not safe. We don't know if something could happen. And, you know, at the time I was like, I don't care. I want to live my life. And to an extent, that's still, you know, how I feel about certain things. But then I'm also a lot smarter about a lot of other things where I'm like, eh, probably should also be careful. We should make good choices. And there are some places we absolutely need to avoid um, or situations we need to avoid because of safety. And honestly, for me, that existed before this incident a couple of days ago, because generally speaking, I think the older we get, the more aware we are of the dangers of life and people. And it's important to be cautious, you know, more cautious than not. And I am, I'm a very, um, cautious person about a lot of things. I, I'm very, um, I, I'm very, um, in, very much in support of like, don't put yourself in a situation where you could potentially be unsafe or someone could take advantage of you. I'm very big on, you know, uh, kids, you know, going out, teenagers, young adults, going out to parties, things like that. I'm very careful conversations about safety. I'm just one of those neurotic people. <laughs> um, I do, there's just, you know, the, when you see the things that, you know, a lot of people in my profession and other professions have seen, it's hard to unsee that and it's hard to not worry. It's not hard to not think. And so that's also part of what goes into 
the new fear for people who've never experienced this is if you've never lived in a state of having to be aware of your environment, like if you live in a place or in a kind of have a life where those kinds of dangers have not really come close to home, then it's so um, shocking to your system when you have to. Whereas, you know, for me, this was a very upsetting situation that happened, but my experiences have um, <clears throat> helped me deal with the situation a little bit differently because I've had some exposure, unfortunately, um, in my past. And so I think it's, it doesn't make it easy. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt or scare. Uh, it just, I think the, there's, different, there's a different way to deal with it because it's not the first time your mind is having to be exposed to this fear, being so close to home. And so, you know, all that to say that it's so normal. It's so normal to be scared, but you have to know the difference between fear that teaches you and prepares you and really um, helps you become resilient and strong versus fear that isolates you and makes you quit life and living a healthy life. We're not going to do that. We're not going to let fear take over because that absolutely takes away from your life and that will absolutely hurt you. And risks exist. No matter what you do, you could be the most careful, cautious person and an accident can happen or an illness or something can happen. We don't want those things to happen, but that's just part of life. So you have to, you know, give yourself a few days if you are around this area and you are struggling to wrap your mind around this. And you're going to take some time to really try to digest it and, and understand it. You won't really understand it, but you're going to try. Um, it's going to take you some time to just get to a point where you're not consumed by it. And then after that, I think you really need to start thinking about how do you reintegrate your mind into like, take this new awareness that you have and incorporate it into your life because it will change you it will make you see the world differently if you don't already see it differently. And that's just going to have to become part of who you are and part of how you see the world. But you have to be careful about the amount of change that it does on you. Like you can't allow it to change you in a way that is um, harmful to you or that takes you away from your family or your ability to function, that's not an option. But if you accept that it will change you and it has changed you and that it will continue to make you see, like you're not going to be able to go back to life the way it was before this experience. And that's with any life altering experience, right? Any big thing that you go through, whether it's something you see, something you do, something you hear about, sometimes it's secondary, you know, someone else has told you about a story they heard about or that happened to them. These things change us. They, they, you know, it, your brain just kind of expands to absorb all these things. And with that, it just finds a new place to sit. You know, you may not have had a spot for this in your brain before, but now you do. Whether you like it or not, you do. And so you have to just accept it, that this is now something that has happened, that something that you are going to see life somewhat through this new lens, this kind of put this, um, I mean, it really just depends. Right now, it's more consuming, right? Right now, you're going to look at everything, every conversation you have, every 
thought you have might be around something to do with this tragedy, um, especially if you know someone close to you that was hurt or killed. But um, you're also always going to be scared if you drive by Allen Outlets again. You're going to be, it's right in your face. I mean, that is down the street. So if any of the many people that I know up here that thankfully listen to this, um, this is impacting you just by the fact that it's down the street. And so <clears throat> you just have to accept, and again, I, like I said at the beginning, there's nothing that I can tell you that's going to make this easier, that's going to be like, you know, this is how we deal with these things. No, that is up to you to figure out. But the, the, the important underlying point is you have to deal with it. You have to acknowledge that it did impact you and you have to figure out what you need to do. Do you need to talk to a professional? Do you need to vent about it to friends? And do you need to cry? Do you, what do you need to do? And, but the, the most important thing is that you need to be mindful of the fact that it will change you. It has changed you. Life changes us. Experiences change us. And there's nothing we can do about that. So when it comes to the fear and it comes to the uncertainty of where to go, when to go in general, um, there is no great answer. You are going to have to use your judgment and you are going to have to stop and think about things. And, and again, this is something I encourage people to do all the time with choices. It has nothing to do with what happened this past weekend. In, in you know, previous to this, it had nothing to do with this. I'm always telling people, I get a little preachy where I'm like, is that a good choice? Did you think it through? How are you going to get home? Who's going to drive you? Are you going to drink? Like, I'm all about safety. I'm all about make sure you're not doing anything stupid that you can't take back. This changes a little bit. This isn't about choices that we will make. It's about being aware of evils in the world, bad people in the world, harm that can happen to us, accidents that can happen to us. It's being careful. It's making decisions because there maybe are too many unknowns that we can't factor in or we can't take into account or prevent. So we need to just say, you know what, That's, there's too much risk there. I'm probably not going to do that. Um, but the reality is no matter what you do and what you think and what you prepare, there's very much the, um, the, the part that sucks, which is we can't always plan. We can't prevent. Um, we just have to live our lives. And that is just... There's nothing else we can do. We just have to live our lives. We have to make the choices that we can make. And then the rest of it, we just live our lives every day for, for the day. And that's why I'm a big proponent of, you know what, don't, don't take any day for granted. Don't, you know, don't let a day pass by that you are not loving the people that you love and, and having the conversations that you want to have and telling people you love them and just being really thankful for the day, make the most of the day, do things every day that make you feel good for yourself, for your family. Don't, don't waste it, you know? So um, not a very cheerful conversation today, but I hope that it helped you recognize that if you are struggling with this, it's normal. If you are uh, aware of the fact that it's changing you, that's normal and it will change you. It just becomes part of you. So continue on with living your best life, doing the things that you know are good for you, incorporate these things into your life, and then take every day as it comes. All right, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.